the Tones of Sinagra. Now, duck around Sinagra in the Great Sunrise Wellness Center. It's located right off Sunrise Highway, ladies and gentlemen, right before the, the Lakeland Ave exit. Uh, the uh, Strip uh, Center, uh, right there on the right side. Uh, what a great place. So many, so many help by the Great uh, Sinagra. Uh, you get a free consultation by calling 631-563-1444. And, of course, go to the site. Check it all out, Sunrise Wellness Center, li.com. A lot of t- uh, discussed on this segment and you just don't hear anywhere else. Just valuable uh, information beyond belief. Uh, and the aforementioned, hope you had a great Christmas, is my good friend, Dr. Ron. Sir, welcome. Good morning. Hope you had a good one. Yes, Christmas was wonderful. Little Serafina was uh, jumping off the walls and just so excited. Um, she couldn't believe Santa. Santa finished all the milk and cookies. So it was a beautiful morning. <laughs> Indeed it was. Indeed yeah, it was, well, buddy. I was thinking of you yesterday. Hope you had a good one. Yeah, um, I, did. I did. Thank you. So I, uh, I, as we close out the year, Jay, I wanted to uh, yeah. discuss uh, what do you think uh, – the number one New Year's resolution is pretty simple. I would say probably um, maybe to get vaccinated. You got a three-headed monster <laughs> out there. You got RSV. You got flu, oh, and uh, of course you got a, a subvariant now of COVID. I, I would think maybe a little protection. Am I right in that or no? Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> it might be in the top ten. <laughs> uh, it's actually weight loss. Uh, it's uh, not even close. So I, I wanted to I did okay. some research, and uh, I wanted to give a perspective to the listeners on, on how we actually got here historically, because it's it's pretty ironic when you look at living creatures on the planet, and then you look at humans. But, uh, you know, it, it's a multi-billion dollar business. And I, yeah. I did some, uh, I was blown away. How many billions a year do you think, Jay, we spend on weight loss and weight loss products in this country. Uh, I would say, uh, I would say, Ozempic alone in the month of December is probably a hundred, a <laughs> hundred billion in itself. I mean, listen, uh, probably, total, probably close to a trillion dollars. You know, I'm not crazy when I say this. I mean, uh, it's, no, it's completely off the rails. Uh, we spend in 2019, we spent 78 billion on weight loss. Oh. Uh, that, now that's crazy, and and the reason why it's crazy, and I wanted to give a historical perspective to this. Yeah. You know, for most, if not all, living creatures on the planet, food is a daily struggle. It, you know, it's it was it's what encompasses most creatures. Day is is the search for food, only briefly interrupted by the search for a mate <laughs> every once in a while and reproduction of the species. And for humans, this too, for most of our 250,000 years that we've been here, our greatest struggle was food. From hunter-gatherers all the way up to the industrial re- blah, the industrial revolution. Yeah, and. When the Industrial Revolution got here, that started to change everything because we developed real commerce. Uh, it started with the shipping, you know, uh, sh- you know, transatlantic shipping on the clipper ships, and then we had the rivers and the canal systems. But once we developed the railroad, that's when everything changed. And that's when you could sell your products across the country or get them to ports to go across the world. Uh, 
You could now, you know, import things and sell them into the middle of the country. It opened up the, the middle of the United States. Also, we could now sell wheat and grain from the, the heartland to, we could get it to coastal cities, but we could also get it overseas. So, yet up until World War II, everything that was being shipped was real food. And we didn't commercialize the food supply until after World War II. Prior to mm. World War II, there was no McDonald's, Taco Bell, Chinese food, pizza, delis, bagels, uh, bagel stores, uh, snack food, junk food, frozen food. Uh, all of this started after the baby boomers got home from World War II. Uh, and if you, you know, as stated on your earlier show, 90% of the food in today's supermarkets did not exist in grocery stores in the 1920s and 30s. All you got to do is walk up and down the aisles, and, and you'll understand that. So we've drastically changed our food supply, Jay. And, yeah. it, it, and the problem is uh, it's the wrong food. We are the first generations of mammals, and I, I guess probably of living creatures on the planet, with a constant food supply. We solved one of nature's greatest struggles for any living creature, food. The problem is, it's the wrong food. And uh, that's where we have the issues. This is an abundance issue. Uh, we have, and again, I love this line. I use it here all the time. We have a food industry that does not care about health. And we have a health industry that does not care about food. That equals trouble. Uh, $78 billion a year worth because we overeat the wrong food. Yeah. So, well, it's, it's not only about... The wrong foods. It's the ingredients, right? I mean, we've got we got more stuff in the shelves with saturated fat, for instance. I mean, we we've got, we've got very bad, uh, not so great ingredients as far as the human body is concerned. We got more of that on the shelves than anywhere else, right? Yeah, that's true. And remember, again, go back to prior to World War Two. Yeah, you know, we didn't have most of the things shipped, and most of the products were. You know, real foods. There wasn't yellow dye number nine, yellow dye number five. You know, there wasn't a, all of the I mean, just pick up a, a, a snack cake in a deli. You know, maybe a hostess cake. Or, and just, if, there, if there's a paragraph of ingredients, I mean, like, what? You know, in the 20s, if you ate a cake, it was sugar, eggs, milk, you know, uh, yeast, flour, whatever, whatever. It was all natural. Um, so what we've done now is we've changed this food supply to the point that we're having big issues. And here's the other issue. Number one, you cannot have sustainable weight loss and with a quick, fad diet. Roller coasters, you know, up and down, and you know, you hear these things. Mary lost sixty pounds in forty minutes, and you can too. I mean, that's not sustainable. Low calorie crash diets, you cannot do them for a long period of time. You, you can do them for a while, and you can, and you'll lose weight. And all those fad diets, they do work in the beginning, but you can't sustain them, and. If you don't learn how to eat properly and understand the root cause of uh, of the issue, you just gain it right back. And all too often we hear of people that you know they went to Weight Watchers or Nutrisystem or even you know even hear people with bypass surgery and they lost eighty pounds and then the next year they gained ninety back. 
Why? Because they were never taught to understand food, meaning proteins, fats, and carbs. But most of all, the true secret to weight loss and sustainable weight loss is understanding insulin and the glycemic in, in the glycemic index. Mm. You need low insulin to be lean. Right. Insulin's a storage hormone. And to have access to your fat supply, you need low insulin. Do you remember rice cakes were a big thing? And you sure. see these people exercising like banshees and eating rice cakes with peanut butter and they couldn't lose a pound. Why? Because rice is the highest on the glycemic index. It produces the, the most insulin. Remember, in nature, when an animal eats, it doesn't know when its next meal's coming. It stores every calorie. The moment you eat, you release insulin. Some foods, a tremendous amount. Simple grains, bagels, rice, all the, you know, those foods, pizza, pasta, they are the highest on the glycemic index. Uh, sweet fruits, watermelon, pineapple. So these things, they once you pump out insulin, it's a storage hormone. You can't have access to your fat supply. All it does is it makes you gain weight. So to be lean, you have to understand what you're eating. And that's the secret that most people don't get. True weight loss and sustainable weight loss must include an understanding of insulin. So you need low insulin to burn fat. Excellent point. You know, that's an excellent not, point. You know, it's, it's interesting, you know, that's such a great point because it's not these fad diets uh, and then combine it with the exercise and everything else and here you go or you choose to go with the Ozempic uh, and, and other related uh, situations of, of weight loss. But, you know, it's your intake in betwixt in between. As you say, you got a high insulin deal. Guess what? All for naught because that's really the impetus of weight gain. So it's an excellent point. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And, you know, remember, this is a mind game. And we are the first generations post-World War II with a thousand choices of food, yep. most of them wrong at any time. So we, you know, we, you know, constantly giving people all these choices. It's too many. A lot of the wrong foods taste amazing. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's also too many choices. At, too many choices at lunchtime and dinner. You know, on every on every uh, corner. You know, of, and, of every yeah, uh, well, of every block, of every city carbs. block. Uh, Doc, go ahead. Yeah, but most of it is simple carbs. And the other concept is is this idea of snacking. Snacking is horrible. You know, to really control your weight, you have to stop producing insulin. And there's only one true way to stop producing insulin. Do not eat. But that's crazy, Doc. i got to eat. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but you eat your square meals at the right times. And, and that's what we have to understand. Uh, you know, we're eating the wrong foods, and we're eating too many times during the day. And we're producing insulin, a storage hormone, and we're getting fat because we eat too many carbohydrates, period. To lose and sustain proper weight, you cannot eat all these simple carbs and grains. We're not meant to consume this. And with this much sugar and carbs being consumed, it's actually killing us. You know, we know we've discussed on the program type 2 diabetes, Massive issue. Fatty liver disease, massive issue. And now the new name for dementia is type 3 diabetes because mm. the effect of high blood sugar, high insulin, inflammation has on brain function.
So it's, it's literally killing us. So this is not just an idea of vanity pounds. This is an idea of sustaining a healthy lifestyle as we grow older. So what you eat is important, but also when you eat. And that leads us to intermittent fasting, which is a miracle. And for people that are listening that don't understand intermittent fasting, it's just a way to control insulin. So let's pick a, let's pick a, a time, 9 to 5. With intermittent fasting, you don't eat before 9, you don't eat after 5. So what does that do? That gives you 16 hours a day, 8 which you're asleep, that you're not producing insulin. Mm. And then your body can tap into your fat stores. And then in the eight-hour window that you eat, you try to limit the glycemic index. So you eat foods that are low on the glycemic index. It's all about insulin and understand. If you do that, you will be able to lose weight. You and you'll be able to sustain that. No. Uh, you know, you cannot stay in those fad diets. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no, 100% right. Um, we're talking about Dr. Ron Sinagra, of course, Sonora as well in the center. 100% right. And, you know, listen, it's great to have resolutions and everything else. Um, it's a matter of how you go about it, though, okay? It's, it's, it's a little more complicated than watching what you eat or going on a pill or taking a shot. A little more complicated as far as, you know, what your uh, the intake is. And, uh, you know, again... When you have Chick-fil-A's on every corner or Taco Bell's or whatever, um, it, it just makes it a little bit harder for a lot of folks out there. Well, yeah, it does. And you remember now, we look at weight loss differently at the wellness center. Uh, you know, I always tell people, I go, look, your problem is not weight. Cause and effect. Yeah. Your weight is an effect of more than just poor diet. At, at this point, it also becomes poor metabolism. And, and then, again, also poor food choices in that period of time. So your goal needs to be sustainable weight loss based on knowledge of what is real food, what is proteins, fat, and carbs, and understanding them, plus the glycemic index and insulin. If you get that down, that's what we try to do. I try to educate my patients to understand this so they don't lose 80 pounds by going on a diet and gain 90 next year. If you truly understand this, if you get down the knowledge of protein, fats, and carbs and what are and what are not, and then understanding insulin, what triggers insulin, you get the intermittent fasting down, you can pick your weight. You can actually, what weight do you want to be? Show you how to get there. It's really that simple if you understand this. But most of the time, people don't. And that's why we go, and that's why it's a $78 billion a year business. You know, lastly, if you're 20 years old, Jay, and, yeah. you know, you you put on 10, 15 pounds, the freshman 15, or, you know, you, or you uh, just, you know, got sloppy in your diet, you know, just changing your diet alone can do it. But if you're 30 through 60, you need blood work. And let me explain that. 100%. You need to, you need to know your vitamin levels. Like, yeah. Do you have vitamin D? Do you have B vitamins? What's your vitamin A? Do you have zinc, magnesium, selenium? Your body needs micronutrients, and we don't get them from our diet, especially if we're overweight. That means we have a hard carb, a high carb diet, you know, which is lacking in all those things. So you need to know your hormonal levels. You must understand your sex 
adrenal and thyroid hormones are supposed to be at certain levels at certain points of time in your life. And you've got to understand that. You need to know your insulin levels in your blood. You need to know if you have food allergies. You need to know, is your body inflamed? You can't lose weight if your body's producing inflammation. There was a, uh, there was a Jerry Lewis telethon on years ago, and he had some kind of kidney issue. And his head was like three times the size. And I used to keep his picture in my office. And I used to, because they, they had him on all kinds of steroids for his kidney issue. Yeah. And I used to say, you think if he ate right and exercised, he'd lose weight? And he'd be like, no, that's ridiculous. He's so inflamed. Exactly. If your body's producing in- inflammation, you have to correct that to really get true weight loss. Uh, so when those people say, oh, I try to diet, I'm not losing weight, because your body's inflamed most likely. You got to check for chronic uh, fatigue syndrome. You got to know your glucose and A1C levels going into it. So you tailor the diet based on your needs and a baseline blood test. So then you could track your performance. Once you start to eat proper food, you restore your metabolism, you give your body the micronutrients. I had patients losing 30, 40, 60 pounds. It's not a weight loss program. In other words, our goal is not weight loss. Our goal is health restoration. But when you start to eat right and you eat the right food that we're supposed to eat as, as humans, as primate mammals, and you eat it in a fashionable time frame, and they teach you about the glycemic index, you're going to lose weight. And then we recheck your blood to see if... Uh, and see how you're doing. And there's a way to say, look, this is where you are. This is where you are. Besides just the scale, because, you know, do a crash diet, the scales drop. But if you don't repair your metabolism, you don't balance your sex hormones, you don't get rid of inflammation, uh, it's not sustainable. Yeah, listen, I agree with you. Um, the panels have to be looked at when you get your blood. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, we live in a in the greatest country in the world, but we have such problems with healthcare. Not everybody. Unfortunately, not everybody can get the blood check, you know? I mean, there are issues there. Um, and that's really the only way to determine good health. It really is. Uh, yeah, Also, well, you remember now, yeah. we always look at everything on a micro level. On a macro level, again, post-World War II, we're only, you know, 80, 80 years into this. We didn't know all this was happening as we developed all these fast food. When they opened up McDonald's, Ray Kroc in the 50s, he, they didn't realize how bad that was or what that was going to. So we're just now learning so many things about, look, we're learning about pesticides. We're learning about artificial ingredients. We're, we're learning about all the things that we used in the 20th century to improve our society and make things now we're learning the consequences of those actions and we're rethinking them and we're yeah. thinking so people now are starting to learn and finally get it because you know we see the obesity we see the type 2 diabetes we see the cancer rates going up we see the quality of life going down and and, and we're learning and hopefully with each decade we get smarter as a populace, as a whole, to understand this. Um, hey, look, Jay, if you would have mentioned carbon footprint and uh, and greenhouse yeah. gases 20 years ago, people would go, I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so, you know, we do learn. We do grow. No doubt about it, Doc. Uh, uh, well done. It really is. 
Uh, before we end, I want to thank you because the next time uh, we chat, it'll be in 2024. Um, I just want to thank you for your great work on this program. And, uh, you know, I've known you a long time. Uh, you, with partner back then, unfortunately not now, in uh, Dave Weinstein. And, uh, you know, you're such a good guy, the most knowledgeable doctor, I say, in the business. Uh, you have treated so many patients. You've turned lives around. I, I want to thank you for being a participant of uh, valuable information. Also, believe it or not, it's 10 years when we flipped the switch, and I did uh, the first show on LI News Radio uh, 10 years ago today. Well, the belief, uh, but it's true, and I want to thank you for being a part of it, my friend. Well, I appreciate you, and thank you for always letting me have, uh, uh, you know, to air my opinion, even when you don't agree with it. That's an important part of uh, of uh, our society that we can uh, go out there and, and, and have free free speech and discuss different topics. And you've been a, a, a you've been a stellar at that. Um, but yes, I, I enjoy the show, and thank you for those kind words. Uh, it's nice to it keeps me on my toes because every week I'm always thinking about something I could give to your audience that they could in, in 20 minutes or so they could learn something and 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 make them think a little differently and maybe have them change their life a little bit for the better. So well, I enjoy the show very much, and thank you. I'm looking forward to 2024. Indeed, big year for all, and that's what uh, discussions are all about, especially on this radio station in particular. The show uh, is uh, not all, always to agree, not always to get guests that favor uh, your side of things, but it's about for all opinions and let the audience uh, kind of absorb and decipher in their own right, and that's what the uh, show's mantra has always been about. And we will continue to do that with you, sir. Uh, have a phenomenal uh, New Year's uh, Eve and today, and we'll talk to you next week. How's that? Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Be safe out there, and Happy New Year, everybody.